Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully you guys are having a great one. We're getting up in those numbers for this podcast, man. And I am so excited to keep it going. I told you guys at the beginning of the year, I don't have a plan or. Yeah, I don't have a plan to to slow down with this podcast, man. I love doing it each and every week. You know, I love just talking to you guys and coming out with this stuff that I feel a lot of people can relate to, you know, um, at the same time, I do want you guys to realize, like, I'm not making this podcast and, you know, coming out with uh, all of these episodes about life or whatever, just, you know, certain stuff that I think about. And I don't want you to think like I'm always right or I don't want you to think that I just know it all. That's definitely not it. I think nobody on this planet, <laughs> you know, knows everything. But there are a lot of times where maybe we get into these arguments, we get into these conversations and we're talking and, you know, of of course, we're like defending our side or whatever. And, you know, you got to sound confident and sure and you're you're backing up your point and you really want to show that you know what you're talking about. And, you know, a lot of times with these topics, it might be me even, I guess, like asking questions about certain stuff. You know, I'll talk about stuff that doesn't make sense to me, you know, um, things that I see online or whatever, you know, that's different from how I do things. And it's interesting. We have a conversation about it. That's me being inquisitive, wanting to know more, you know what I'm saying? And then of course it might seem like at certain times, like I'm really judging whatever it is. And yeah, there's some judgment, of course, you know, you don't understand stuff. It's not what you normally do. It's a little bit strange for you. You're questioning that stuff. It's just what life is. <laughs> we could sit here all day long and try to act like we're these perfect people that don't judge, that don't look at people and be like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with them? You know what I mean? Or that fool is crazy. We all have our moments where we have those things that we want to question that we're just like, that doesn't make sense, you know? Um, so I don't ever want you guys to think like I'm over here speaking like I know it all. I'm in the same world as you guys at the same time, trying to take everything in, trying to find myself in the way and, and um, just figure out life. And, and that's all what we're pretty much doing. Um, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, man, you know, I, I say this stuff in this podcast stuff. And, you know, sometimes people hear people that speak like that and they think, oh, this fool knows everything. And I'm not trying to pretend like I know everything. You know, some of the stuff is just from experience or like I said, the stuff that I have questions about that I want to figure out. And when I want to know why people do this and, you know, I think it's so interesting to find out how people think, um, outside of yourself, we watch so many shows and I think we don't even really think about that. You know, we watch we watch shows, these documentaries and everything. and We always have these questions of why, why, why? And then, you know, of course, the show works out in a way and it gives you a reason of why this happened and, you know, everything like that. But that's the thing that really has us on the edge of our seats and has us thinking like, yo, like, why is this happening? Um, we want to understand stuff so much. We're curious about a lot of things. Um, and it's such a great thing seeing that, you know, seeing how people are different from you. Sometimes, yeah, you, it can make like a type of conflict because it can be an annoying thing. You know, there's some situations where you really are like, damn, why aren't people thinking like me? You know, I saw somebody do something (laughs) kind of stupid today, right? It was this lady. It was like an arm gate. I don't know if you guys ever, you know, you go into like a parking lot, maybe at a mall or like you're at a 
I, I don't know, just a, a parking lot or whatever, right? So you have the arm gates, and the arm gates go up, right? So this guy got through it. The guy was pushing the stroller. The the couple had a baby. And um, the lady was struggling going under the parking arm. And I was just sitting there looking like, what the hell? So then it, it was just like, yo, lady, if you just went over to the left, <laughs> like – there's an opening right there. Like you didn't even have to go under the parking arm, but she did. And <laughs> it just looked funny. Cause I was kind of just looking like, why would you go underneath it? And I thought about it earlier. I was like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like those prank shows where it's like, it'll be a park. And then they put like a door frame there with a door in it. But it's like, you know, there's no house or anything. It's just a door sitting in a park. And then they prank people by, thinking like, hey, come knock on the door, go through the door, and then something's going to be different on the other side, right? But still, you don't have to go through the door. You can simply just go around the door, right? That's pretty much what she did. And it was just like, I was just sitting there looking at her like, why didn't she think to just go around the parking arm? The parking arm is made for cars. You, a car can't fit through that little space. It's not even a little space. A couple of people can fit through that space side by side. Like, that's how big the space is. But a car can't get through there. And that's what the parking arms are for. <laughs> and it was just, I don't know. Uh, I was really thinking, like, what made her think that that was the right way to do it? Or, like, I mean, it didn't really bother me because it wasn't like I had to go through the parking arm. But it was just like, wait, what? But we see that so much of how people are different than us. We deal with people that are different than us all the time. You know, you go out to the store, you notice people do different things. Maybe the people that live in your house, your family are different from how you are. You guys might have similarities because you guys are probably raised the same way. You're in the same household. You have the same parents. You guys grew up watching these people. So, you know, you might have similarities there, but then you have some people, you know, you're out there in the dating world. You start to encounter people that are different than you. You guys build that relationship based off of the similarities that you guys have and, you know, what really strike each other's interests. But at the same time, you guys are individuals and you really look at that and you're like, oh, OK, these people, you know, they think different and everything. And it's good to figure out how they think. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's fun. So. I remember when I was in college, my favorite classes out of everything were psychology and sociology, and it was just interesting. And I'm going to tell you guys a secret, <laughs> and I don't know how I could get in trouble about this, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> that'd be fucked up if they were like, yeah, we're, we're just going to say you never passed that class. We used to cheat off of this lady, dude. I was I loved the class, but reading those fucking chapters every night, we used to cheat off of this lady and i was about to say her race i was about to say we used to cheat off of this asian lady she was an asian lady but like she was an older asian lady like she looked like she was probably like in her 40s or something like that and like we were younger and she was just taking a sociology class dude and she used to you could you could tell like if somebody was a stranger to the class and they walked in and then somebody just randomly asked them who do you think pays attention the most in this class, you would just point at her immediately like her right there. Like she looked like she really loved school. You know what I'm saying? So in this sociology class, we would have to read like these crazy chapters, like pages and pages. And it's like, dude, I work at night. Like it's just, it was ridiculous. So well, no, no, not, not at night, not at that time. I was working like early, early in the morning. Right. And, um, either way it was just like crazy chapters. Um, and I always knew this lady would. So every time it was the day of the test, <laughs> we would literally, I don't even think she ever noticed, bro. I don't, I don't think she ever put it together. If it wasn't a test, everybody was not sitting next to her. Like, you know, there might be like empty seats around her. But the day of the test, everybody used to sit around her. Like I found out first, right? I was like, yo, she pays attention to everything. And then this girl that I knew, she found out that I was, was copying this lady. Right. <laughs> and it was like, dude, the main thing, the, the homework and the test, they count, but like the main thing we had a project at the end 
and I couldn't copy that. So I still did well in the class on my own, but it was just like for the test. It was like, bro, like I had to copy off this lady. So then I would copy the lady. I, I would always sit like either direct directly behind her or I would sit like diagonally behind her. Right. And then I would copy off of her and then somebody would sit next to me and then they do it. And then we just hand our shit in. But like sometimes, you know, you have to wait because we can't just all hand our stuff in at the same time. So then we would just be we'd be done already. We'd just be pretending like we're still taking the test. And then we would turn it in. And every single time we were getting like A's and B's and stuff on these tests because of this lady. And I promise you, she helped us out so much. But like in the end, I had to do a um a paper and I exceeded what I had to do. Um, it was sociology, like I said, and it was basically like talking about different crimes and why in a certain way or certain crimes kind of like justified, like, you know, like for example, like, okay, if there was a guy like, he, like, okay, I'll give an example. There was a guy years ago, he had a daughter and his daughter was sick and they couldn't afford the medication. So he robbed a pharmacy and then like the pharmacist was basically like, you know, he wasn't like threatening or anything like that. You know, he was like kind of like a nice robber. You know what I'm saying? He was just on hard times and he couldn't afford his daughter's medication. You know, um, would that be justified in some sort of way compared to, you know, another type of crime and she basically said like a crime that would happen in a rich area. And I remember we had to like pull these type of tabs or like pieces of paper that had like whatever you're going to write about. And that's what I ended up getting Com like committing crimes in poor areas or like less fortunate areas compared to committing crimes in rich areas where it's kind of like. You know, some crimes you can all call greed, but at the same time, you know, in a rich area where it's like you already got money, but you're still committing crimes to just get more and more money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Differences. But anyway, did so good on that, dude. And I remember one of the only reasons why I mean, I got a B on it and then I ended up getting a B in the class. But the only reason another reason why my grade was so low on that well, not really so low. It was a B, but still. The reason she said it wasn't an A was because I fucked up and I got like food stains, food stains on my damn paper and I had to turn it in. I couldn't, you know, at this time, I don't even think I had a printer. So this was it. Like this was that's all I had. But I exceeded the amount of pages that she was asking for and everything. She wrote like a cool note on there saying like the way that I thought about the whole thing, you know, it makes sense. And it was pretty much the point that she was trying to get at, you know, by putting that as one of the subjects. Um, but it was so crazy and fun and, and just writing about that and thinking outside of the box, like me not being anybody that has ever committed a crime as far as like having to steal or anything, but really trying to put my mind into why somebody would do something like that. Like, like it or not, you think about it like, in the world, like I said, with movies and shows and, you know, these documentaries, you know, we watch these shows about killers and we always want to know why, like what led up to that? Like what made them want to do this? You know, some people, they'll just say, hey, I just wanted to kill somebody, you know, to see what happens. But normally there is some sort of reason, you know, and we're always going to say, yes, yeah, bad still because you murdered somebody, which it is bad. But at the same time. Why? We don't really need the why. You know what I'm saying? It's not really anything that's a part of our lives. These people aren't near and dear to us. You know what I'm saying? So we don't really need the why, but we're constantly asking why. And, and learning about all that type of stuff is so exciting. So that's why sometimes I think about it and I'm like, yo, like I would want to have more guests on this show, on this podcast, because then I can have people give their perspective and it might be something that I don't even think about, you know, because I have my way of thinking. I might not even see their side, but then once they explain whatever, then it's like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that does make sense. I just never put it together like that. Um, and that's kind of like what this whole podcast episode is going to be about, man. I try to transition to it in a certain way. Like 
I try to keep everything the same. I know sometimes I kind of derail with the conversation sometimes, but um, yeah, like this podcast episode I was thinking about earlier was arguments, right? And I was thinking earlier about how people are in arguments. Um, when it comes into like a heated argument and things start to get, you know, I try to avoid arguments. Um, but at the same time, like I'll just end up getting quiet. I don't want to have the argument. I don't want to talk about it right then. I just want to chill. Cause if, if we're heated and we're, we're both angry, I want to chill. In a lot of cases, like in my past, that's not been the case. <laughs> It seems like I've I've always, you know, if it came with like a relationship or something like that, like I've always been in the relationship where the other person wants to know immediately what's going on. Um, and then it becomes this argument because both of us are kind of angry or whatever. And I mean, but, you know, normally when you get into an argument, you guys probably have an idea already what it's about. But at the same time, like, you know, I'd rather cool down. And we're both like a little bit more calm and then we have the conversation. But some people want to have it in that moment and it's like they're demanding it and it's it's so annoying. But that's what I'm saying. That's how some people are just different. Um, and I was thinking about how a, a lot of times after the argument, you're like, damn, was it really that serious? Or it might be something that was serious, but it's like you you even question like how you should have handled things or whatever. Um, and I think most of the time, if I did get angry in an argument, it was because it's like, yo, like, let's just chill. Let's part our ways or whatever. And then let's come back to this once we're chill and, and, and okay. You know, even if we're having an argument later and it's like we're we're both just silent at first and then we're like working our way into the argument or, or, you know, into the conversation, then that would be better than us both being angry as hell and just talking and then people talking over each other. And then it's just, you know, it becomes an even worse thing. It's like, you know, the pot is boiling over and um, you start, you know, people start saying stuff that they don't mean or they kind of mean it, but it's like they shouldn't say it. And that was an issue for me. Like, I feel like, for me, sometimes once I get to that point, it's like, all right, well, I'm about to hit you with this. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm I'm not even going to lie, dude. I think about it afterwards. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. But it's like, you know, it's it's over. But then every time I enter a heated argument like that, of course, that is my go to is just like, all right, well, I'm about to let you know what I really feel. And then it gets to a point where it's bad, you know, Um I think that's my worst part about an argument. Um, but also in arguments, I was thinking also, I'm like, a, I always have like this type of strategy, right? <clears throat> and I'm giving you guys the secrets right now, bro. I always kind of have this strategy. And I feel like with my arguments, I argue kind of like how women do, right? If If guys, if you ever argue with a woman, you'll realize a lot of times women argue with a strategy. Like they argue to catch you up. Like they argue in a way to, yeah, to get you jammed up, to to get you to com confess to some shit, basically. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I kind of argue. Like I kind of argue like it's like a legal team or something. You know what I mean? I'm always hitting you with stuff like, Remember this time or, you know, you remember how they were acting like I'm hitting you with like evidence of shit to the point where like when you think back, you'd be like, yeah, I remember that did happen. And then you get jammed up because you're like, oh, damn, you can't even deny it because it's like, yo, I'm using actual facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just kind of saying what goes on as far as like emotionally. And maybe then I could say that part is like me arguing like a guy because I feel like a lot of times women, when they do argue, it's just, it's a lot of emotion. And then guys are a little bit more like, well, that didn't really happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a little different, but, um, I've always felt like it was hard to argue with me for some reason. And I'm not even like, like I said, I'm not, 
the the person that likes to argue but i'm saying when it gets to that point it's like yo it's kind of hard to argue with me because i'm gonna hit you with remember this remember that and then i'm gonna ask you questions also like well am i lying or like was that true like you know whatever i said i'm gonna be like well was it true like you could sit there and try to like go around it but did I say something that was true? And then you were like, yeah, yeah, you did. And I'm like, all right, well, you know what I mean? Like I hit you with a fact, like you can't really deny the fact, you know what I'm saying? Even when it's kind of hard to argue with somebody that's super emotional, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's super emotional, it gets to the point where some shit just does not make sense. It's like, well, how are we supposed to notice? Like you didn't say it the fact would be you said it, you know what I mean? You said it at this time, you said it, you know, this is what you said. But then some people without emotion, I mean, with just super emotions, it's going to be like, well, you should know how I felt. (laughs) It's kind of like, wait, what? Like, how would it, how would I just know? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I always felt like it was always hard to argue with me. Like I've been told before that, arguing with me I say stuff in such a way to the point <laughs> where the person would be like oh you seem like you kind of like like you're manipulating the conversation and it's like I'm not really manipulating the conversation because I'm asking you questions you're the one that's saying all of this stuff like you're responding to these questions you're giving these answers but then once you get your free time to fully speak and I'm listening now you're kind of contradicting yourself. And as soon as I catch you contradict yourself, I'm like, bow. And then I'm remembering that. So then now I'm going to be like, so when I asked you the question earlier, this, this, and this, you said this, but now you're saying this. And then it's like, oh, but uh, yeah, but that's different. And then you catch people stumbling. But you have to like place it that way from the beginning. You have to ask those questions to be like, all right, so why when this You know what I mean? Or do you remember this? Like just any of the questions that you ask to get the answers that you want them like that they're going to say, like you want them to answer those questions because those questions you can bring back up later and be like, yo, all right. So why is your answer different now? (laughs) Then it's like once they're jammed up conversation over, you know what I'm saying? And that sounds so bad. Like it sounds like I really do just shift it to, to work out in my favor. I guess not really. But it's like you're answering the questions like I didn't even speak on my part of me just speaking freely. It's just me kind of like in the beginning, I asked you this stuff. And then later on, when you had your free time to speak and you were and I was just listening. Now you're saying other stuff like (laughs) and it kind of jams people up like I don't know. I feel like arguments suck either way, you know. But what made me think about it was I was seeing people kind of argue on Twitter. dude. I'm telling you, like so much stuff comes from Twitter just because and it's not like I'm putting people's business out there from Twitter. I saw somebody that said like they hate podcasts that have topics from Twitter. And this is just like I see a whole bunch of people that think different than I do or I'll see a, a, a situation that's similar to something that I've been through. So that's what I saw. I saw people arguing and then I was just like, oh, yeah, OK. And I remember being in some of those type of arguments and then, you know, kind of like how I handle it. But I think for me, like for other people, it's so frustrating to argue with me because another thing I kind of do and I don't I don't do it to be like fucked up. It's just kind of like how I deal with stuff like in awkward situations. I kind of like smile or laugh like it's not like, you know, like in other situations, people will react a certain way. And like for me, I'll kind of like laugh it off or something like that. That's what I do in the argument sometimes. Like I'll be like, what? Like you're not even making sense. And then I'll start laughing because I'm like, it's it's so ridiculous. You're not making sense. So I'm laughing. And then that triggers people. And then that becomes like the bad thing. And then I'm like kinda I'm I'm sarcastic also. So I'll kinda like joke at what you're saying, but not in a way where I'm just like totally dismissing what you're saying. Like I feel like at the same time I'm still a good listener. Because if I wasn't, I wouldn't remember so much stuff to jam you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't remember all that crap. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy 
having arguments, dude. You always hate it because who really wants to be in the argument? But at the same time, you're also it's ego in it. It's ego in it. You know what I mean? You get to the point in the argument where you really get so caught up on proving your point. And especially the way that I argue, like I said, the way that I argue is like I'm trying to jam you up in some sort of way. I'm trying to get you into a point where you say you contradict yourself, basically. Um, and I'll even use what you said against you. Like, that's the biggest thing. That's why I said my shit is like a court of law. Like when I argue, I'll listen deeply to what you said. That's why it's like, dude, you can't say I wasn't listening to what you said because I will take what you said, repeat it to you and be like, so how did that make sense if this was like this? You know what I mean? And I'll just keep asking you like, so does that really make sense to you? I'll even use examples of other people like, but like when they did that, you acted a certain way. So why are you acting like this? Like, and that's why I think it's so annoying to argue against me. Like I I know arguing against me is frustrating, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not just making up stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not one of the people that's just pulling out random stuff out of nowhere. Almost everything that I say is something that has happened. So if I say it to you, you can't deny it. Like you could sit there and act like you don't remember, but it's like, dude, it gets to the point where sometimes I'll be having like dates and times. I'll be like, we were here. Like, man, like, bro, I remember so much stuff. So it's like, dude, when it comes to arguing against me, it's kind of hard. Like you can pretend like, you don't know, it's like people putting their hand on the Bible and saying, I'm going to tell the truth. But then they still on the stand talking about, I did not kill that man. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's crazy. I don't know. You know, I've always hated arguments, but just seeing how the people were arguing earlier, I was like, dude, I don't know, man. There's so many arguments that I've had before that were just so stupid. And some of the arguments, I ain't even going to lie, like I was in the wrong. You know, I was in the wrong. I was the one that caused the issue or whatever. And like, of course, like right now I'm talking about like the only people I was really arguing with was like in relationships and stuff. So <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Um you know, any other situation, I wasn't really just having random arguments with, with people. It was mainly like in relationships and stuff, but, um, yeah, dude, relationships, not relationships, but arguments, they just, they just suck. They're awkward. They put you in an awkward position. You know, you ever had an argument with somebody and it was like one of those random ones, like, you know, you were having a good day. And then something happened and it was like, you guys, when do you guys just reach that like boiling point? And then you guys got into that argument and then it just, it ruins the whole day. But then at the same time, it's like, fuck, like, you know, you're thinking about it the next day and all kind of shit. It just sucks. Like you, you want to be at the point where you wish everything could just be on the same page, you know? Um, that's pretty much what life is, but you have to realize that people don't think the same way as you, you know, we always want somebody to understand us, but then that's the part of the argument where you have to try to build understanding on their part. Also, and the biggest part of an argument is you're not always right. And that argument, you want to feel like you're right, of course, because you're trying to defend your side. You're talking about a lot of things that made sense to you. Now, some of that can be miscommunication. It was just like, you know, that was it. You guys just it, it had a miscommunication. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know that. You know, if I would have known you said that, then, you know, everything would have been cool. You know, oh, or you heard a rumor and then somebody run with the rumor and it's like, yo, that never even really happened miscommunication, whatever. That's normally the easiest way. But like, you know, you get into these arguments and then you end up realizing like some of this shit was meaningless. Nobody wants to argue. Nobody wants to just be beef. Well, some people like beef, but for the most part, for the regular folks, we don't like beef. You want people to think the way that you think because it will make life easier. But that's really not living, though, you know, 
you get out into the world and you deal with all those different personalities and the people and the way that they think. And, you know, of course, it's contradicting with how you feel and how you would have done things and what you got going on. So you look at it like, damn, that's stupid. Or you look at it like, man, that don't make no damn sense. But in reality, like, is the way that you're doing it doesn't make sense. Just out of the norm for you, right? Me being somebody that I feel like I'm more of a logical thinker. I I really, I understand how people are when they have emotions, right? I could see your point of view, but at the same time, I'll be like, but that still was like, that still ain't right. Like, you know, we're, we're working off of being logical, but to you, you're going to keep defending your point and being like, yo, but still my emotions. And it's like, wait, what? Like it's that clash. And I think that happens so much. Like I said earlier, I'm like, dude, remember, think about to a time where you had an argument with somebody that was more emotional than you. It was probably one of the most frustrating things to you because you're just like, yo, why can't they just think like me? Like, and that's your main thing. You're arguing and trying to get them to understand your side and they're trying to get you to understand their side. But you just don't think that way. That's 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 another thing that becomes great in life. Right. And that's what molds you into who you currently are. You've had those arguments. You've had those those times where it's kind of like certain lessons break off of people and then it molds you into a certain way. I posted something on Twitter the other day and I was like, yo, uh, Facebook, like Facebook always posts these annual things, right? And it'd be like, oh, this post was from such and such year on this date. And I would look at some of the Facebook posts that I was posting from like way back in the day, like 2010, 2012 and stuff. And I was like, damn, I was thinking different. And it gets to the point where it's like, even though nobody's seeing that post, cause you have to share that post again. But even though you're the only one that's seeing that post, you low key feel some type of embarrassed. Like, damn, I was really putting this shit out there. You know what I'm saying? And you grow. But the way that you grow is because you start to be molded by your experiences. When we're younger, we live with our parents or whoever we live with, you know, and and that family is what really molds you first. And then you get into school and then you're hanging out with certain kids and that starts to mold you some more. You get older and, you know, it's friends, people from work, your family and all of that is molding you into being a certain way. And that was something that was so interesting to me, taking sociology and psychology and stuff. Sociology, basically more so focusing on groups than just individuals, but still thinking about the mind and how people behave and everything like that. Right. So sociology would be like, all right, so. All right, I'll use an example. This video that I saw on the Internet, I think it was. I don't know if it was earlier today or it was yesterday, right? These people were sitting on this bus and it was like one of those accordion buses. The one that has uh, this like connected in the middle. It looks like two buses connected kind of. And the bus was making a loud noise, right? And then the bus detached where the accordion material. I don't know what the joining material is, but the part that looks like an accordion um, detached from the other part of the bus and the other part of the bus just like started slamming into the street. Cause now, you know, <laughs> it just crashed. The people were just standing there the whole time. The bus is making a crazy noise. They're looking at where the bus noise is coming from and they're not looking any type of concerned, right? Normally you would think people would be super scared they'll be trying to get away from the hole like dude these ladies were literally standing right next to the hole still with the bus making all that noise like for me i know i would have moved so sociology would be like oh okay like how would these people normally react in a situation like this 
I didn't expect they were going to act like that. I don't know what the fuck them people been through. Because, <laughs> bro, I don't know, man. When I when I shared that video, I shared it with my girlfriend, Cheryl. She was like, why are they just acting like that? And I was like, that's the same thing I was thinking. Like, they were acting too calm. I'm like, yo, the bus is literally breaking apart. And you're standing right next to the hole like it's nothing. Like, they ran after the other part of the bus detached. Like, not even immediately as it detached. Like, they kind of moved a little bit after, and even then, they were kind of just shuffling their feet. They weren't really, like, moving fast. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they've been through, but, yo, that shit was crazy. But still, thinking about all of this stuff and, and how people think and how we go through life and we just have to figure that out. We have to basically just realize that things are going to be different, you know, Um and it's not bad. You know, we think about it sometimes and we think, man, we got to deal with these people. You know, you go to work and you got to deal with certain people you don't want to deal with or something like that. And um, it could be like something that that, that kind of fucks up your, your your day a little bit. Or if it's like certain people you don't really want to deal with, it doesn't have to be at work. But um, it puts you in this weird mood. Because it's like, you're like, man, we think so differently or whatever, you know, and it can be very, very annoying. But at the same time, you have to realize you have to navigate through life and realize that, dude, people ain't always going to be on the same page as you. But that doesn't mean that they're wrong, though. Like I said, you do have to take accountability for these things, because sometimes you are the one that's in the wrong your attitude might not have been right. You might have acted a certain way and they reacted off of how you were acting. Because a lot of times we think we're just constantly reacting off of how other people do things. But then we don't even check our attitude. You know, we don't check how we were acting and how we were thinking. And, you know, that might have been the day where you were thinking in a negative way and they were in a positive way. You just didn't want to hear it or whatever. You know, it could be so many things that go on that'll show you that you're thinking differently than other people. Now I used the example earlier of the lady, you know, going through the arm gate under the arm gate. And then I was basically used it like, yo, that was kind of stupid what you did, but maybe she didn't see the other side. I don't know. Maybe she had a reason for that, but it was still weird to me. You know what I'm saying? But getting into like actual conversation, you will really look at how people think differently than you do. And I know it's frustrating. <laughs> I know you sitting there thinking about arguments and you're like, man, like, you know, they were tripping back then. It wasn't me. They were acting a certain way. It wasn't me. And you're always going to defend your part because in a way that's your truth. Now, you know, people could be lying and just trying to say whatever so they don't get in, in, in more trouble or whatever, but still, if you're having like a legit argument, you guys just weren't on the same page or whatever. Um, you, you have to sometimes really sit back and kind of think about it from their perspective, too. And that's another reason of why I like to separate before, separate when things are heated, because then I can go and I could chill and I could be by myself and I could be with my thoughts. And sometimes they'll tell you that it's bad to be with your own thoughts. And I don't think so. For me, I feel like it's good because then I could come back and honestly think about whatever, you know, and then come back and be like, you know what? Like, yeah, I shouldn't have been acting like that. I shouldn't have, you know, um, I was wrong, whatever, or you can at least get into the conversation and have a more calm conversation and, and you might've taken their side, you know, um, you might've seen their, their perspective, you know? And I just feel like learning all of that and, and growing and it's all a part of life, bro. Like, cause you really get to a point where you think back on how you used to act. And it's like, dude, back in the day, I wasn't trying to listen to that shit. I was just like, man, I'm out of here. You know, you get older. Also, one thing like for me, when I was younger, I really was just like, I didn't care about arguing with people because I was just like, man, I don't even see the point in it. Like, I don't like arguing now. But like when you kind of hold something a little bit more dear to you or valuable to you, 
you know, you have to have the argument to try to to fix these things. So when I was younger, I was just kind of like, I don't care if we ain't cool. We ain't cool. Ain't no hard feelings like we had an argument. That's whatever. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't go through life hating people, but it's just like we had our argument. We had our beef, whatever. If we're not that close, we're not that close. And. That's kind of fucked up, dude. <laughs> that is, dude. I think I had a, I think I was talking to Cheryl about something, my girlfriend Cheryl about something. And I was just like, yeah, in the past, I really was just okay with falling back from a lot of people. You know, and sometimes I didn't even give my reason of why. And, and, and I think that's one of the worst qualities about me It's like, I look at a lot of people and it's like, dude, I'm still cool with a lot of people. But if there was ever like some type of weird feeling or something, my thing was to just always fall back. A lot of people probably don't even know why I fell back. They probably don't even know why I distanced myself or whatever. You know, I never really got into giving that reason. And and that's kind of bad. I think maybe that also might be because. I just didn't want to deal with the confrontation. Like not saying that they going to say some crazy shit to me, but basically eh, I don't want to deal with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, let me just fall back. And sometimes that's not always the answer. You know, sometimes you do have to have that conversation. And, and especially if you feel like it's something that's worth fixing, um, you know, being with friendships, relationships, family, just, just anything, Sometimes we just really do get so caught up in, in our own side to the point where we just don't even try to see the other side's perspective. You know, I, I know there's some stuff that I could have fixed easily with a actual deep conversation with someone. Um, but it's just I probably didn't even give the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like and I don't hate people or anything like that. Like if it comes down to having that conversation, yeah, but I'm normally not the person to be like, Oh, Hey, let's have this convo. And that's bad also, because now it's like, it's one thing that I low key kind of hate. And th th these are the parts of life <laughs> where you start to realize like some stuff that you hate, you might not even realize that you low key do to others. You know, you hate when people do it to you, but then you might not realize that this is, something that you also do. So, um, yeah, I, I shouldn't just put that always on people to come and have that conversation. I kind of just wait and just be like, eh, if we have the conversation we do. And if we don't, then, you know, it'll happen one day. I'm sure, you know, sometimes I should just really be more engaging with that conversation and trying to build that understanding. Now, if it's something that's really bothering me, then yeah, of course. But like, normally I don't really get super bothered by stuff to the point where I'm like, yeah, let's put ourselves in this conversation or whatever. But I don't know, man, I, I got to think about stuff a little bit different. Like this is all growth, right? You know, thinking about people and why they're that way that'll have you thinking and then that can mold you in a different way like there might be pluses to why they think that way you know what i mean there might be pros to why they think that way and um that's when you know you're stepping out of your comfort zone because if you're even entertaining that thought then you're already kind of accepting the change you know maybe maybe they are right in some sort of way. Maybe I need to adopt that way of thinking and uh, make it my own or whatever. And man, it's, it's crazy thinking about that. Like just really seeing those posts on Facebook and being like, damn, what the hell was I talking about? And like I said, my girlfriend Cheryl said the same thing. She was like, dude, I really used to think a different way back then. And just like, you know, it's true, man. Somebody said that they they be they used to be embarrassed about the stuff that they posted, like seeing like the, you know, the updates, like them telling you, like you said this years and years ago. And it's true. It's like you be embarrassed, even though nobody else is seeing it. You're just like, damn, like, I can't believe I was putting that out there like that, you know. And I even think about it sometimes now today, um, 
like some stuff I might put on Twitter and I'll be like, damn, like, why the fuck did I say that? And then I'll go back like 20 minutes later and delete it. Like, man, I shouldn't have been saying no shit like that. Like, <laughs> and it's nothing like crazy, but it's just like, it might be a, a message that might seem a little bit, you know, either like if I put out a tweet and I feel like it seems a little bit negative, like I, in that moment, that's how I was feeling. That's why I tweeted it. But then like 20 minutes later, I'll be like, that shit seemed kind of negative. Let me do de- let me delete it and then I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just like really, you know, you got certain moods on different days. Sometimes you're feeling a certain way, you know, but for the long term shit, like the, the way of thinking that you're on for like for years or whatever, man, it's like you always want to grow. You always want to try to mold yourself into a better person. And like I said, a lot of this stuff comes from dealing with others and those pieces break off. And then it's like, it's molding you into the newer version of yourself. And I don't even think we realize how much we do change until we see it over a long time. You know, you're living with yourself every day. You're probably not really noticing unless it was like that, defining moment that really had you be like, Oh, okay. I learned my lesson. And you remember when you learned that lesson, like from a certain conversation, but you're still constantly changing over and over. You know, it's like, I remember when I was younger and I mean, this doesn't have to do with personality, but it has to just do with my voice. Right. So being an adolescent and everything and getting older and stuff. And then people realizing your voice changed, but to you the whole time you sitting there thinking like, yo, like I didn't even really notice my voice was getting deeper. They're like, yeah, hell yeah. And then you hear that one recording later on. You're like, damn, I sound old as hell. <laughs> like for real, like you like, yo, what the hell? Like that's me. And it's like, you've been living with yourself every day. So it's like, you've been hearing the gradual change and I don't know. It's just, it's nuts, man. But but growing and learning, you know, even if it's like I said, those moments where you're acting the ass, where you're thinking like an ass and, and you're just not in the right headspace and your mind is just on some other shit. Dude, you can grow past that, dude. I see people do so much stupid, immature stuff, and I just be like, just dumb stuff, like either picking arguments or it was a video I saw earlier today where this lady was at a restaurant and they didn't bring ranch to her table, so she went back in the kitchen and she's arguing with the people over some damn ranch. That's crazy. At that point, I'm going to just say you nuts. But at the same time, you know, she could still grow and learn past that and become somebody that just doesn't do that type of ghetto shit. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can grow and start to think totally different, totally different. And that's just with life, man. And I know like we always be like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. Like, yeah, you're still going to be you in a way, but you're going to start to change, bro. And it's just like you get you get older, you're in life and you start thinking about what's going to be better for the long run. You're not just thinking of the moment you think of what's better for the long run. And then that's when you start to realize, OK, I need to make these changes. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be a better person. I need to be more understanding. I need to listen more. I need to apply stuff more. Just anything, you know. You don't want to be that person that's just always, you know, kind of being the conflict, being being the. I guess like the the burden in a way or not really the burden, but like the the troublemaker or whatever. You don't want to be that person. You you want to be a better person. You want to be somebody that you can say that you're honestly proud of, you know. And uh, it's just a lot of arguments that, you know, I could think of, but really growing and and thinking about some of that stuff you really like yo like i was just doing stupid shit like it was just dumb stuff you know stuff becomes so minor you look at it and just like man i was petty like i shouldn't have even taken it that way and by me even taking it that way that might have had them reacting away and then all of a sudden i'm reacting off of how they're reacting and just becomes this whole horrible thing and yeah, man, just you want to grow past that. You know, you definitely do. Um, that's why, like for me, man, I, I think I always loved being a little bit more chill 
Um, you have people that are really aggressive in a lot uh, of arguments or whatever. Uh, but for me, I have this chill personality. So it's kind of just like, man, I'm cool with mellowing out. And then we could just have a regular conversation. All that in the moment, you know, we know those type of people. We know the people that just want to sit there and really argue. Cheryl and I went to the gym the other day and this lady was in there, dude. I had my my earbuds in and the noise cancellation earbuds and I had my music playing. I couldn't hear nothing. I didn't hear the argument at all, but I kept looking and I'm like, why is everybody looking in that direction? I looked over there. I saw a lady saying something still couldn't hear continue with my exercising finished my exercising took my earbuds out to talk to cheryl and then i just hear screaming in the gym and this lady's in there cussing at the dude talking all kind of crap cheryl was talking about he was she was telling the dude she make more money than him he looked like he's like 18 years old she looked like she's in her 40s ma'am i hope you do make more money than him but why are you at the gym yelling and she was yelling about you know, I guess um, their membership got declined or something like that. Like her car got declined for the payment for the membership. And she just came in there to talk crap. That's one of them people that make themselves so aggressive to the point where they're just doing stupid stuff like that. Like she could have chilled, actually called who she needed to call, figured everything out and handled it in a more calm way. But she thought it was cool to come and drive up to the gym and really raise some hell. And it's just like, dude, they called the police. So you have to think about how to handle some of these conflicts. A lot of times some people will look at you and they be like, oh, you're kind of more soft spoken or you don't really show your anger a lot. And they'll look at that and think it's just weakness. And it's like, dude, that doesn't mean that it's weakness. It means that you want to handle yourself in a certain way. A lot of these people out there that go around and they try to act so strong and act so, you know, hard or whatever, they don't even be that hard. They do that shit for show because they know that's what kind of scares people. You know what I'm saying? They do that to try to intimidate people. But then once you really talk to them, you're like, oh, you softer than than anybody you talking about. So that lady going in there trying to start that stuff with that damn teenager. Crazy. But there's a lot of people that act that way. They feel like being aggressive means that you're all of a sudden the winner of the argument. That doesn't make sense. You still don't make no damn sense. You know what I mean? You don't have anything that that has any weight. So it's crazy seeing how different people are. It's, it's good to see it. But then when you see those situations, you're just like, what? How did that really make sense to you? Just the guy that works at the gym that just makes sure people are scanning their badge to get in. He doesn't deal with everybody having to pay. You got to call the number. <laughs> you got to figure out why your card ain't working. You know what I'm saying? You're yelling at a teenager and you're going off of him calling him broke. What? So I don't know, man. Some people handle certain stuff in certain ways. But for us, for you, for me. We got to learn how to be better in these arguments. Now, be not only someone that listens, but be somebody that can speak and get your point across. But you don't have to be rude about it. I know in the past there's been times where I've had arguments where I'm trying to prove my point and I get so frustrated to the point where I might say some shit rude or like my tone sounds rude or whatever. And it's just like the heat of the argument. And normally those were the arguments where I wanted to go chill out and come back to the question, come back to the conversation, but I wasn't allowed to. So then it got to the point where it was like, okay, yeah, now I'm angry. Now I want to talk my shit, you know? So I feel like a lot of times, dude, if you guys are getting into these arguments and stuff, dude, calm down, chill, come back to the conversation when everybody is calm and collected. But a lot of people aren't going to be that way, man. You're going to come across those people. Some people will listen to this podcast and listen to me say that and be like, nah, well, I need to know the answer right now. And it's like, yo, maybe that's how you operate. But, dude, not everybody does. And don't think like people are just, you know, 
trying to form a lie because they don't want to talk right away. Some people say that. Some people are like, oh, man, like the only reason you don't want to talk about it now is because you want to go get your lie together. And then you want to come back like what? <laughs> Again, people think differently. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you want to be the person that makes the most sense. Like in the argument, you want to be that right. You want to be the person that sounds like you make sense. That is the biggest part of the argument. You don't want to sound like the crazy person that's just making up anything. You want to be that person where if other people heard this argument, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. You ever watch like a court show like, you know, Judge Judy or any of the million court shows? And even though some of them are fake, of course, you still listen to some of them. And then midway through that case, you're already like, oh, I already know what happened. I already know who's about to win this one. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, not every case, they're ending quickly. They might try to get into some other details, but, you know, it'd be like in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I already know who won. You know what I'm saying? And just listening to that argument, whether it's fake or not, you still already built that judgment because you're like on how the people are conducting themselves, you know, what they're saying and the evidence that they're bringing. You having these arguments, you better have some damn evidence. I feel like if, you come to an argument with no type of evidence. You can't really say shit. You can't. You can't. That's why you got to use examples. But man, this has been crazy, dude. I don't know. This was just a random type of thought thing. Saw the stuff on social media, but then also was thinking about, well, the stuff on social media made me think about arguments. And um, it's crazy, bro. You know, I hate arguing, like I said, but still we go through life and we get into these arguments and um, we don't even realize how they do mold us in in certain ways. Um, Conflicts are always going to mold you in some sort of way. You know, if you were somebody that had a good day every day for the last 26 years and you're 26 years old, you you don't even know how to deal with conflict. You you probably don't know who you are. You probably just, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, re- really, because all of that stuff molds you, all of that stuff builds you, all of that stuff changes your perspective on things. Now, you can have your same way of thinking that you had years ago in certain ways, but you were not the same. This stuff has molded you. These conversations, these arguments have molded you in some sort of way. And you know, deep down, and you might be lying during some of these arguments, but you know, deep down what the truth was. That's the main thing. You can bullshit other people, but at the end of the day, you know what the truth was because you were there to experience it. That's another thing about those arguments that I want you guys to remember, bruh. Sometimes we're so scared about being wrong that we don't want to admit the truth. Then you get older and you have to start realizing like, yo, I have to admit the truth. Admitting the truth becomes more valuable than just trying to be right. And that's that's real shit right there. That is real When you get to the point where you put your pride aside and then you finally are okay with admitting that you're wrong and you're making mistakes, bro, it is some people out here and I feel like they will never learn that lesson in their life. They will always just see everything as it's my way. They're always going to, they're always going to think that. I don't have a problem with admitting I'm wrong. Now, if I have a strong point, I'm going to try to prove my point. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, if I know that there is something, uh, you know, uh, um, making sense in your your side of the story from your perspective, I'm I'm not going to even act like it don't make sense. If I think about it and it makes sense to me, I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, well, that makes sense. OK. And I, I shit, I'll even say it out loud. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit there and try to hide it and act like, oh, no, I can't let them know that uh, that they making sense. No, nah, I'm not doing nothing like that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Really. But if I have my point to prove, still going to do that, too. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. I'm still going to prove my point. 
But yeah, man, thank you for listening, man. Hopefully this was something that you guys can relate to. I know certain parts seemed like it was kind of all over the place, but really this conversation was cool because it really put me in the mood to think about some older stuff. Oh my God, my phone is ringing. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Cheryl calling. She probably just made it home. Um, but yeah, bro, dude, having those conversations are so great. Well, not great in the moment, but thinking about it and thinking about the lessons that you learned from those arguments or conversations um, really do become valuable. And, and yeah, sit back and think about how certain moments really molded you, you know, and don't even just think about it, about how it affected you in a bad way. Think of how it helped you in a good way, because a lot of them do help you in a good way. And um, these are the lessons that you do hold for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Um, it, it'll make you realize a lot about yourself as well as the other person. And that's the way you have to enter argument, man. Um, you know, you, you're you going to have your ego in the argument. You are because you're trying to prove your point. And while trying to prove your point, you got to have that confidence. But at the same time, don't let your confidence overshadow what the truth is. That That's that's all I got to say. <laughs> but thank you for listening, man. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Hopefully it was something you could relate to, like I said. And um, really think about this one. You know, maybe it can help you on, on your next argument or, or help you to view someone else's perspective instead of just being so focused on your own. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, man. These episodes are going to keep going up. So follow the podcast, new episodes every single Monday. Check out my social stuff down below. If you can see the description, you guys have been dope. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace.